Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 135 Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Give praise, O servants of the Lord, you that stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing to his name, for he is gracious. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel as his own possession. For I know that the Lord is great. Our Lord is above all gods. Whatever the Lord pleases, he does, in heaven and on earth, in the seas and all deeps. He it is who makes the clouds rise at the end of the earth. He makes lightnings for the rain and brings out the wind from his storehouses. It was he, he it was who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, both human beings and animals. He sent signs and wonders into your midst, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants. He struck down many nations and killed many mighty kings, Sihon, king of the Amorites, and Og, king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan, and gave their land as a heritage, a heritage to his people Israel. Your name, O Lord, endures forever, your renown, O Lord, throughout all ages. For the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but they do not speak. They have eyes, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear. And there is no breath in their mouths. Those who make them and all who trust them shall become like them. O house of Israel, bless the Lord. O house of Aaron, bless the Lord. O house of Levi, bless the Lord. You that fear the Lord, bless the Lord. Blessed be the Lord from Zion, he who resides in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 26, verses 1 through 15. On that day this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. He sets up victory like walls and bulwarks. Open the gates so that the righteous nation that keeps faith may enter in. Those of steadfast mind you keep in peace, in peace because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord God you have an everlasting rock. For he has brought low the inhabitants of the height, The lofty city he lays low. He lays it low to the ground, casts it into the dust. The foot tramples it, the feet of the poor, the steps of the needy. The way of the righteous is level. O just one, you make smooth the path of the righteous. In the path of your judgments, O Lord, we wait for you. Your name and your renown are the soul's desire. My soul yearns for you in the night. My spirit within me earnestly seeks you. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. If favor is shown to the wicked, they do not learn righteousness. In the land of uprightness they deal perversely and do not see the majesty of the Lord. O Lord, your hand is lifted up, but they do not see it. Let them see your zeal for your people and be ashamed. Let the fire for your adversaries consume them. O Lord, you will ordain peace for us, for indeed all that we have done you have done for us. 
O Lord our God, other lords besides you have ruled over us, but we acknowledge your name alone. The dead do not live, shades do not rise, because you have punished and destroyed them, and wiped out all memory of them. But you have increased the nation, O Lord. You have increased the nation. You are glorified. You have enlarged all the borders of the land. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, verses 18 through 27. Some Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to him and asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, the man shall marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first married, and when he died, left no children. And the second married the widow and died, leaving no children, and the third likewise. None of the seven left children. Last of all, the woman herself died. In the resurrection, whose wife will she be? For the seven had married her. Jesus said to them, Is not this the reason you are wrong, that you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses in the story about the bush, how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is God not of the dead, but of the living. You are quite wrong. Good morning and welcome to the second Wednesday of Eastertide. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Laguna Beach, California. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 135, Isaiah 26, and the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12. And the the psalm and the reading from Isaiah are both kind of long and rambly and feel kind of boilerplate. Uh, They don't tell the story, Um, but in the... Well, they do, but um, it seems uh, not incredibly unique or noteworthy. Um, but in Mark, um, the Sadducees, who um, the the Sadducees get a bad name and they deserve it, um, and they're often stand-ins. Uh, it's like shorthand for you know the religious elite that Jesus isn't a big fan of, and that ultimately um, work to get him executed. But there are some Sadducees who are not um, against Jesus. In fact, Joseph of Arimathea is, is said to have been on the council, the Sanhedrin, which would have been made up of Sadducees. Um, and so the, uh, but as a as a group, the Sadducees, uh, which was a uh, a religious political party, like the Pharisees, the Zealots, the Essenes, um, they had their their beliefs were Jewish, but they also were distinguishable from other groups, um, not necessarily in their fundamental beliefs, but in their in how they exercise them. And so, you know, they're like denominations, like Baptists are very different from Catholics. Um, they're, they're both Christian, but their, their political kind of understanding and worldview is very different. The power that they wield is different. 
Um, and in Jesus' day, the Sadducees were, I, I'm a big fan of the Catholics, but um, they did hold a lot of power and they accumulated a lot of wealth and, and influence, much like the, the Roman Catholic Church has today. Um, but they believed as a group um, that there was no resurrection. Pharisees um, were similar, it's an oversimplification, but they were like local pastors. These were the leaders of the synagogues um, that were scattered throughout the Middle East. Um, and in each town, there would be a Sanhedrin um, that was made up of the local religious leaders. But the Sadducees were concentrated in Jerusalem. Um, there were Sadducees elsewhere, but again, the, the nature of, of the group uh, was that they were, they kind of, they, they held something like a monopoly over the temple and um, the priestly kind of caste. But anyway, so they thought there wasn't going to be a resurrection, which is um, fundamental to Christian worldview, which at the time, you know, in the early church, they were all Jews. Um, and many Jews, um, including some Pharisees, um, and I believe the Essenes believed in something like an afterlife or hereafter resurrection. So the Sadducees um, wanted to challenge Jesus. And they make up this thing about like, well, you know, Moses, and they, they kind of butter him up. They say, teacher. Moses wrote for us, you know, the third, uh, the, I'm sorry, the, the second, no, the first person, plural. Um, we all here, uh, we are on the same team and help us understand this thing. Uh, but they're really hoping to um, get him to say something that he'll regret, um, that will kind of clue in everyday Jews that he's, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, and so they tell him, look, that, you know, uh, if a man is married and passes away without leaving children, uh, his brother is allowed or encouraged or expected to marry the woman and provide children and make sure that the, you know, the brother's line, which is their line as well, um, survives. And so they say, well, you know, if, if we all, if each of them marry, like, who's really the woman's um, spouse in this resurrection. And Jesus doesn't really answer them. He, he says, well, um, you don't seem to get it. God is the God, not of the dead, but of the living. Um, and it's this reminder, um, on the one hand, I think it's really important um, to think about death. Like, that's just... It's a fact of life. Uh, none of us, as Switchfoot says, are getting out of this alive. Um, and, you know, not thinking about it or not talking about it is as effective as, you know, never uttering Voldemort's name, like fat load of good that did them, right? Um, but at least in this instance, Jesus doesn't give them fuel for the fire, Um that isn't to say there isn't a resurrection, it's not important, but he wasn't trying to convince, he wasn't there to, you know, get into petty squabbles with people who 
quite frankly, were pretty self-assured. Um, you know, Jesus came for the sick, uh, people who wanted help, not people who thought they didn't need help and they didn't need God because they had everything they needed, um, which is, frankly, a kind of atheistic kind of uh, worldview to, to believe that you have everything that you need um, and that you're settled and thank God you're not like everybody else. Um, and that seems to be his point here that, um, you know, not to say that there isn't a resurrection, um, because that is, without the resurrection, Christianity is, you know, doesn't have very much to say of any credibility that, you know, Jesus only kind of stands out among all these messianic uh, imposters in that um, he didn't go about using violence to get what he wanted. And that's the only difference. I mean, we have um, Gandhi and, and King and um, Tolstoy, and, and they're no no different than Jesus. Christians believe that there is a resurrection, that we are, um, uh, that even though we might experience bodily death, um, that that is only temporary. It's the, it's merely a, uh, a point in the process, a step on the road of this life that we inherit. Um, again, I'm thinking of Switchfoot because I was listening, listening to them yesterday after going to the skate park. Um, and, uh, that uh, now I've lost my train of thought thinking about Switch, but um, we're not going to get out of this alive, and I can't remember the other one. Um, but we do believe there is a resurrection. Um, but it's not up to us to try and convince people who who are convinced that they don't need help. Um, that is why a cardinal virtue of grunts is humility. Um, in order... To be a grunt, you have to admit that you're not the top of the food chain, that uh, you might screw things up, and um, the longer you go denying that you've screwed up, the worse that screw-up is going to be. Um, and that is one thing that the Sadducees were also known for, because they had accumulated so much power and and prestige, they felt it, it, it was it's almost kind of like a, a prosperity gospel um, worldview of like, Clearly, God loves us because we've got all this shit, um, and that's not what—that's not what Jesus is about. Um, you know, being a Christian, following Jesus, is about remembering that God actually is in charge, um, that we don't have shit together. Um, that the first thing that we have to do, if we want to be followers of this guy, uh, is to admit that we have needs. And that we we have screwed up, um, and that's why uh, that's why you know the 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 enlisted imagination is so compelling to me uh, from a theological standpoint. Um, that you know uh, officers or like uh, upper enlisted members maybe they have a big head, not always, but maybe they do. If you're you know E one E two E three. You have no reason to think very highly of yourself. Um, you are aware that you have everything to learn and only maybe a little to teach. And that's the proper kind of attitude of, of the heart that that we are called to have as Christians. Um, and so the, the, 
the story uh, in Mark, um, at least the, the one that we have here, is, you know, don't get caught up um, arguing with people that, you know, have already, you know, who already have their mind made up. Um, rather, uh, we should live in a way that confronts uh, that kind of uh, self-certitude um, with humility, with wonder, um, with uh, patience, um, and be open to those ways in which um, the Spirit is, is moving um, despite our best efforts, you know, the, the, the ways in which um, we've gotten something wrong. Um, you know, the, I think that's one of the, the fundamental features of, of, of a, a military kind of experience of scripture and tradition is taking this all in as something that we need, something that will help us. Um, we might not, and I think the, the, it's a fine line between, um, recognizing our need, recognizing our, our corruption or our, our fallenness, um, and taking that too far and, um, you know, kind of internalizing, uh, that state rather than recognizing that it's something that we've acquired and therefore can, uh, work against. Um, so anyway, the, the, I think the point in this, um, passage is not just that there is a resurrection, but also don't, you know, burn energy and time um, trying to convince people uh, who are self-righteous, who think that they have all the answers, and who might, you know, play games and troll you on the internet. Um, it's just not worth it. Uh, it's it's much better to live a life that witnesses through our beliefs than to try and convince people through, you know arguing and bickering and, and, you know, <laughs> Twitter disputes, for example. A prayer for our enemies from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the Father of all, whose Son commanded us to love our enemies, lead them and us from prejudice to truth. Deliver them and us from hatred, cruelty, and revenge. And in your good time, enable us all to stand reconciled before you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with pewpewhq in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.